This podcast is brought to you by nothing because nobody wants to support us. I just felt like saying this because that's really how most podcasts start these days. That's professionalism. Hey! Oh, hey! It's Larry, another podcast. That was kind of like, that was depressing. Like, it's just <laughs> an episode. Nobody likes me. I just got here. I don't know if anybody likes me. Because I just got, I don't know about you guys, but I just got here. I think everybody should fucking love me. I'm the Kim Kardashian of podcasts, bitch. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know if anybody likes us because the first episode is going up right now. Like, literally <laughs> right now? Like, it has like four hours left to upload. So, no shit. But how dare they not support our cause? Yeah. Well, yeah. We should do a Kickstarter. <laughs> another Kickstarter? I told you another last week. week another every, Kickstarter? No, no, because another last one? week you suggested a Kickstarter. Did I? Yes, did you did. Really? I don't... Re- yeah, I'm but, sorry. I have I the disease you, for Memento. And I told you last week you, that you everybody's... What? Everybody... <laughs> everybody is too busy giving to Shenmue 3 right now. Fuck An you. action game. An Fuck action you. game brought to you by Yu Suzuki that is about a man... Who his father died, and that was a cliffhanger in the second game. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh, hey, at least I told you what it was this time. So uh, you, you want to get? You didn't it? tell me anything. And then the, the the Penny Arcade comic hints that there is a cat and a forklift, and I think that's all the other details we need to know. Like, yeah, that's like, all you seriously, need to know. you haven't told me anything about this game. I told you it's an open world action game that's set in Asia, you and did, there's like actually, a I think, I think I told them. You did. I told him. Congratulations. That. We're not did. the same person. Larry. No, no, no. But no, just no, like a Larry, minute ago, you just and Adam a minute ago, are not the same fucking. Just person. a minute ago, I said open world action game, and you ignored me. If it's not on the podcast, it doesn't count. Exactly. No, I know. Reality begins and ends with the podcast. No, in the recording. I swear. (laughs) I'm not crazy. When the second episode comes out in July of 2017, I will show you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So So, uh, um, real quick, I do just while we're kind of in the splendor of like post E3 now, I just have a couple questions I wanted to ask you guys. Were there any games at E3 that you may not have known about for our discussion last week and may have found about out about since that you want to talk about that you thought were really cool. No, but I would like to sincerely apologize because all last week I kept calling the lone, the long dark, the long dark night. And I called that, that the entire podcast and whoever's listening who knew about that, it must've driven you fucking crazy. And I'm so sorry. It's called the long dark. Thank you. I, I got, I screamed and cursed on the elliptical. When I was listening to the podcast, sorry, that's a... Never mind, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Uh, Well, I'm going to talk about one game real quick, uh, and that is Unravel. Or Unraveled? Oh, God, I don't even know what it's called. Unravel, Unraveled. It was the one that was shown off at EA, and it's like a mixture of Little Big Planet and Yoshi's Woolly World. And it looks amazing. And the dude who... So, you play as this guy called Yarny, and you're this little, like, yarn guy. And so, you're, like, going through the levels, and you're leaving... (laughs) your like yarn string like behind you. And so it's a physics based platformer where you're like, you can like jump up to stuff and like try to like catch your yarn on stuff and then like swing on it. And like, Oh, it's so cool. That sounds very interesting. So that was like kind of like hidden gem that I found out about unravel looks. Do you, do you ever, do you know a lot about this game? Can I ask questions about it and not have you? You can ask me a couple. I'll do do my best. Do you run out of yarn at any point? Uh, To my knowledge, you don't. Okay. Yes. I was about to say, does like, is there like an object to that game? So do you conquer the world? I don't believe so. I think it's, it's really hard to say the guy like, because I feel like you could do some really cool stuff with like infinite yarn. Yeah, no, you, you could, really could. You you could build an elevator to space. 
And that's oh. just like scratching the surface. <laughs> that's scratching the surface? Fantastic. I feel like you could probably make like a Dyson sphere or... Hey, you know what? I bet if you took the yarn and made an oven mitt, you couldn't scratch the surface. Uh, <laughs> the surface, you know, this I time make, being a Microsoft tablet. I want to make a very, very sincere promise for this podcast. I'm not going to threaten the Larry kill or threaten to kill Larry as much as I did last week. But Larry, I might, I might fucking kill you. <laughs> I, might, I might fucking kill Larry, you, Larry. I am not threatening to bash your face in with a telephone pole. I'm not threatening to go all Patrick Bateman on you and get you drunk and bring you back to your apartment. Hey, spoilers. I open. haven't seen that movie. Oh, you haven't? I haven't. Oh. Well, I've heard it's great. It's one of my favorite movies. Like What movie is this? American Psycho. Oh. Um, Man, yeah. It's, the, it's it. the famous scene that you from American Psycho that everyone knows about. Except that. for me. I, I, I Actually, really? somehow, I don't know about it either. Have you not seen American Psycho? I haven't. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? It's like, s- scarily enough... I watch that movie while I'm going to sleep and I sleep with just American Psycho going on in my subconscious. Might explain a lot about me. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Anyway. Uh, yes. Yeah. You what want to talk about video games? Uh, sure, yeah. You don't sound too excited. <laughs> I mean, I, I've i been doing... Yeah, I guess. I've, I've been doing so much this week that isn't video game related that I'm just not caught up on anything, so... That's fine. Uh, just, we can go over it. I'm here for moral support. So... The first thing I want to talk about, and it's sort of like, I swear, we'll talk about this, we'll talk about E3 a little bit more, and then we'll like stop talking about E3. I promise. I'm holding you to it. In During E3, there was somebody I should have been paying more attention that was interviewing somebody at Microsoft, and they basically said that Phantom Dust, the game that they showed off last year during their pro- Microsoft's press conference, is not canceled, but it's also not currently actively being developed. Sort of like it's not a sequel, but it's not a prequel, and it's not a remake. So is it, is it in that realm? That, uh, that, it's a completely that, different realm, because yes, that's like, that's, hey, things are coming out. This is like, last year they showed a game, and they were like, here's a really cool new IP, here's a cool CG trailer for it, and we're not actually making the game right now. Was Phantom Dust the one where it was like, it had the trailer where it was like on a bridge, and then the boat kind of like materialized in and scared the shit out of a bunch of people? Or was that a different game that just never came out? No, that's Quantum Break. Quantum Break. That's yes. the one I was thinking of. No, Quantum Break is still in development. That's the one that they said they're going to talk about at Gamescom this year. Oh, Because, okay. yeah, uh, of course, like, that was the thing almost most disappointing about the Microsoft conference was they ended it. And they're like, Quantum Break, Scalebound, Crackdown 2, all going to be talked about at Gamescom. And I'm just like, oh, no, about it now. Well, but, you know, they're, you know, they're dick teasing you there. They are. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's mainly, though... There's not much to the story other than, like, this game was announced last year, and it was like, hey, we're making this game, it's cool, and now we know that, like, it's not in active development, it's still on the table, and it's not canceled, but it's not really happening right now. So it's basically like the threat of nuclear war. It's always present, but not probably gonna happen. It might, it's just years away. So Larry is more cynical in this, like, metaphor, but then also more optimistic at the same time. A little bit. But, I mean, my main question to you guys is just... Is this the kind of stuff that you want out of E3? I mean, it's... No, I, I of course don't want that. But at the same time, it's like... I really... Like... That's what I've come to expect from society. So I'm just... You know... I'm indifferent about it. But on top of that, I really don't know much about the game that you're talking about either. I have no idea what you're talking about, actually. It's like magic and... Magic. And I don't know a ton because they only showed a CG trailer. Like, this is one where I haven't... Like, I'm not, like, crazy hyped about the game, 
Uh, I didn't play it. It was on the original Xbox, and now they're making a new version for Xbox One. I see. That probably falls into that, like, not a sequel, not a prequel, not a remake, you know. Just a reimagining. <laughs> it does fall into that, just a reimagining. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, the main thing was, is just, like, would you rather have a, a conference, like, would you rather have announcements like that where it's, like, something really cool <clears throat> is coming, but, like, we're not actually working on it, and it's years away, or would you rather have somebody like Nintendo who's, like, here is the truth, and here's everything that, like, by E3 next year, all of this stuff will be out, but, like, it just doesn't excite you. I mean, you've literally, like, walked me into a room full of shit and said, which one is the solid shit and which one is explosive diarrhea? What? They're both shitty situations. I don't want either oh, of them. Oh, okay. See, that's, that's a good metaphor. It was a metaphor. It was one that didn't follow, that's for sure. You followed it, right? Yeah, of thank course. You. Of thank course you. it did. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Um, some interesting news that I actually have is, have you guys seen any of the, any of the footage from the Xbox one Gears of War remake? No, no I saw looks, a little bit. That looks the, like shit. The, yeah. Looks like epic shit. I don't know. What is it? What, what are people doing these days? Like, are there more chainsaws and more guns? No, same amount. It's oh. just the graphics don't look better. They actually look worse than they did in Gears of War. Well, like, when, the, when is it coming out? It already did. Wait, well, the beta is out right now. So, like, there's a multiplayer beta, which that was when I was telling you the other day where, like, Xbox sent me four messages, and they're like, here's a code for the beta. No, really. Here's a code for the beta. Come on, man. Come and play the beta. And it's just like, just go and play the beta. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically what it was by the fourth time. It's Sorry, just like, everybody. I didn't mean to. Was anybody in this room a huge Gears of War fan? I Never. played the trilogy, and I like them, but, like, I'm not, like, super crazy about it like i played it for the single player and never really got into like the multiplayer i was yeah. really late to the xbox train and by then i was kind of like already too old for gears of war already too old for the m-rated game yeah but isn't that like, like m-rated like air quotes m-rated like didn't most people play that in like teenage years i mean i i did but maybe it's... i'm just being a douchebag like everybody who likes you, gears you, of war you might be but uh, on top of that, it's, I've always associated Gears of War with being kind of a broy brand myself. Kind of like Call like, of Duty. Hey, man, we're going to run around with these super awesome people with their chainsaw guns. Look at all the gore. And it's just I like, think you feel about Gears of War like I feel about the new Doom. Where I watched that and I was like, I don't want this at all. It's like I, think, I think I saw one of my friends playing it. Like before an Xbox 360, you know, look cool. And the story's like, yeah, it's guess kind of interesting. There's like, like bug things that like lived below this like alternate reality of Earth or whatever, this other planet, and they they're coming up from the killing humanity. It's whatever. Hit the nail on the head right there. Did I? Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah no, you did. You did. Well, I thought you were. I thought you were like describing the story. It's like no, it's that's not speculation. That is exactly the truth. The story's not great. The gameplay is fun, and I I do legitimately enjoy it. There's there is not much more in this world that is more satisfying than blind shooting someone in the head with a sniper rifle and then just watching them fall over lifeless and knowing that you didn't aim. You just kind of like bring your gun. I'm just like, Bop! but you oh. don't like that one mechanic from fallout three. Yeah, because that's, I'm oh, sorry. That's my, Could you silence your fucking so, phone? no, 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 no. I had set an alarm. I felt really bad. Cause I feel like I was like really missing at the beginning of was the podcast. Was that your alarm to like get out of here? <laughs> no. Was it your alarm to it wake up? It was like, up? it's my alarm to be like, Hey, you're on five minute probation of like telling any jokes because you suck. And now I'm okay. <laughs> you I'm gonna set go back an alarm and, for that? I'm going to go back to another one. 
All right. No. <laughs> don't set another alarm. <laughs> or at least put it on silent. You know what? Tell all the jokes you want. I don't, I don't care. I don't Free reign. Yeah, it's all you, buddy. It's all you. Just, just don't you. make fun of homosexuality and say the N-word. I did what? <laughs> Who does that? A lot of people. Oh, a people, lot of people. Racists and people. homophobes do that. <laughs> yeah, there's name for those people. That we just said. You learn something new every day. Yeah. So you were uh, going to say something before my alarm interrupted you, um, Derek. I was oh, you were talking about Gears of War. And the main thing I was going to say is, yes, the screenshots look worse than the same multiplayer maps in the Xbox 360. But do you think it's because they are making a game that is graphically worse than Gears of War? Or do you think that they were just downscaling everything so that they could actually put the beta out at a reasonable size? That is a tough question. I um, think it's safe to jump to conclusions and assume New Gears of War will be shit, look like shit, play like shit, is shit. Boom, done, seal of approval. You know, two years ago, I would have I would have said, you know, shut the hell up, you're being a sarcastic twat. But nowadays, that's one of those things where it's just like, you know, I don't trust game developers to do shit correctly anymore because it's just, it's gotten too big for its own head where people are just concerned about their own profits. And, and so they... And so they just rush yeah. shit out the door. There, there are countless examples that I can name from my favorite franchises about this. And, you know, it's... You mean, it's you're sad. right. Like, one of the top things I've read it this week was an animated GIF replacing the monologue from the beginning of Far Cry 3, I think, of the main villain. He was, like, about to kill the guy, and he's just like, you know what I hate? Pre-order games. You just pre-order the same broken game over and over and over again. And I tried it once, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then he throws you off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's my hope. My hope is that it's it's not bad, but I can't really make any speculations because that because it is a beta. And to that respect, it could be downsized down because they want to focus more on maintaining the same amount of or the same like class of gameplay that they had for the first time around. But I don't know. Just flip a coin. Yeah, I mean, it is. And it is hard to say because like there isn't a to an extent. The proof is in the pudding. It's out. You can see it. It looks worse. It looks just worse. It looks so like so worse. Like, like it. It looks shockingly. Like, it looks like the difference between Wii U and N sixty four bad. Eh, maybe Wii U and Wii. Well, no, maybe uh -huh. like three sixty and Xbox One, but backwards. That's that's my feeling. But I mean, on like the main War. thing about it is, is because the the beta was on my Xbox and I deleted it to make room for Batman that I haven't played. But oh, it's it's like eight gigs, and that's like really small for an Xbox One game. That's like really, yeah. really small. But so, it's a beta. Is it like the full game? No, no, no. no. But just, I mean, it's like, just a multiplayer. But beta, I mean, right? like, you're gonna have to think that yeah, you don't have your full story in there, but you're still gonna have like all the coding, all like a lot of the multiplayer assets, you know, and sounds and like all these kind of things that like where no matter if you have a beta or whether you have a full game, like a grand majority of it's already gonna be there. So yeah, you're right. It's probably gonna be like nine gigs when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. No, no, no. What I'm saying is you might expect something like this to be closer to, like, 20 gigs. So, potentially, the they were just cutting down all the graphics. They were cutting down all the graphics in order to just, you know, get get it out there in a reasonable size. No, that, that makes sense. I it just it wanted make, to... Now that you, you, know, you put it like that, it does make a little bit of sense. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I just don't trust society anymore. Not when it comes to, you know, people's... This just in, the man threatening to kill people doesn't trust society. I'm shocked. More at 11. <laughs> huh. Well, when you put it like that. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just feel like with Gears of War, because it's such a big game and how like big games have been treated recently, it's been like rushed out the door. It's not like if it's going to be broken or like have some bad patches of it looking bad. It's just how broken it's going to be. It's a very that's a very good way of putting it. Speaking of big games that were rushed out the door and how broken are they? Assassin's Creed. Batman yeah. Arkham Knight. Oh, Batman oh, yes. Arkham Knight. Oh, okay. Batman yeah, yeah. Arkham Knight. Batman Arkham Knight came out yesterday for us. And who knows when for everybody else? Because <laughs> <laughs> And by us you mean You me and Derek. Yes. Uh, I, I want to make sure I said the right name. The like, three of us. Yeah, the three of us. It came out yesterday. Uh Derek, if you didn't catch that, Larry just oh. No, no, I almost forgot my name. Oh. <laughs> that's that's even better. Well, at least you're considerate enough to remember your guest's name. I am. <laughs> anyway, Batman Arkham Knight. So Batman Arkham Knight, I haven't gotten to play it yet, but from what I've been told on the Xbox One and the PS4, it runs fine. On the PC, it's a big pile of butts. Huge pile of butts. And not like hot butts. Not the kind of butts that you want to stare at. Like Tommy Wiseau's butt. Oh, Maybe yeah, like not, not, lumpy, gross butts. Like like your butt. Yeah, like my butt. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's like if I basically went over to a computer, put my buns on the glass, and then said, have fun playing Arkham Knight. I was thinking more of like an OB Statue of David kind of thing, but that works too. Okay. <laughs> but in more technical terms, essentially, the... Game is locked at 30 frames a second unless you basically like go in and like rewrite files that let you have like a higher frame rate. But it doesn't matter because the game is constantly stuttering. It's constantly dropping frames. The frame rate is entirely inconsistent. And anytime you're in the Batmobile, it completely chugs. Also, also, there is a thing that can happen when it's like trying to verify like the game cache where it could just delete the save file. And this is why I don't trust society. Seriously, how did something like how did something that big slip by? Like I, I, I get that there's a lot of technical aspects to to Yeah, because well, like like we're like in the film industry, so like when we like export a movie, you watch it before you like hand it over or like yeah. send it out to to be viewed by like society. Millions. And so you'd think somebody'd be like, Here, we're done with this game, play it. Just make sure that like it opens. Yeah, no, that's that's like a <laughs> That's like a legitimate, you know, that's like a legitimate thing that you would think. Isn't that, isn't there a word for that? Oh yeah, it's, it's a quality uh, check. Yes, quality QA testing. I was going to make a joke. It was like, oh yeah, it's called quality control. But you guys totally hit the punchline. But it's true. It's, how, how the fuck? I have no idea how this PC version, like, was approved to get out, to be perfectly honest. I Uh, don't either. I would love to hear someone talk, like, backtrack their way out of that. It would be really funny to watch that interview. The, I mean, the main thing that you can say is that Rocksteady themselves aren't necessarily doing the PC port. They are making it oh. for... They're probably making it, like, optimized for PS4, let's be honest, but then bringing it over to Xbox One and then, like, making sure that those two games work fine because they're relatively going to be the same game. And then they're going to have an outside studio that is handling the PC port. So that outside studio is a dick bag. Essentially, yes. But it's still, though, still entirely, it doesn't make up for the fact that the game is so bad that WB has officially, like, pulled sales. If you go onto Steam right now, you cannot buy the game. That's that's unfucking real. 
That is that is just that is mind boggling. It's so stupid. Would you say this is like Bethesda levels of fuck up? Like Bethesda with like like the mods or is just more? Wait, because Bethesda Beth- like Bethesda Steam? Bethesda's like- Bethesda Steam because like they had to pull their mods, right? Like the whole like modding paid for mod fiasco. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's it's sort of a dis- different situation. It's like they put something out there they thought people were going to like. People hated it. And so they pulled it and said, hey, sorry, we realized you guys are right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I think, like, the better way to look at this is, do you think this is sort of like a Halo Master Chief Collection yes. level thing? And it's really, yeah. Do you think it's worse? Because, People, like, because Master Chief didn't really get, like, pulled. They're just like, sorry, we're fixing it. Here's free stuff. Did, did, did the game ever get fixed? The game, um, yes. It works now. Do people play it? Uh, probably not as much as they would have. Still, though. Uh, and I'll, I'll defend Master Chief Collection a little bit. I understand that most people probably bought that game to play multiplayer. But you were still getting four single-player campaigns that, you know, regardless of bugs or whatever may have been there, did work. And you could play them. And you could play online customs. You just, multi- you know, online matchmaking was a huge fiasco. Yeah. This is a situation in which you are having a single player game that you are paying $60 for, and it is essentially unplayable. Have people gotten like refunds for it yet? Yeah. Um, So, along with WB pulling the game from Steam, they also are making it like they're like, here's the steps you can take to get a refund for this game if you want it. Steps for a refund. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess it makes sense they have like something in place, but it just kind of feels like. Well, I mean, like, this is the perfect time because Steam just started the their refund program. And their refund program is that you can get a full refund, basically no questions asked, as long as it's within the first two hours of you playing. And so, really, this whole thing is a big conspiracy that they did this on purpose to test Steam's refund. Yes, exactly. Steam, Steam messed up the game and it's just like, here, we'll get people testing our refund. I don't know like the most like undiabolical scheme ever that's you know except that you can get it on other platforms that aren't steam and it's still just as bad but yes sure we'll go with that one interesting it's basically like wb made a really bad you know not wb but like a really bad port for this game was made and there is no way that they could not have known this was gonna be a bad port like right absolutely no way but so it's one of those things where it's like do you Delay the game on PC. Do you delay the game across all platforms? Do you sell it because there will be people out there that will buy it? And will not get a refund. And will wait until it's fixed. Or they'll be one of the lucky few that actually like can play the game because there are some people, it's just very few and far between. It's really it's weird. weird. There's like people... They have like the magic computer that it doesn't blow up on. Exactly. There are people like... I don't understand the whole like PC side of things, but there are people that have like better PC specs than their friends. And like the people with the worst specs are running it fine. And the people with like the high end computers can't. Ha ha. Sucks to be you. Suck it. PC master race. (laughs) Suck it. Rich friends who have more money than me that can buy cooler stuff. You dicks. So, I mean, the real question is, so is PC dead forever? No. Yes. (laughs) No, no. I think the real question is, is can I buy that shitty PC that can play Arkham Knight on eBay for like $4,000? Oh, that'd be great. 
Probably. You know what? There's somebody some, I'm sure has already some, tried to do that. There's like, some hi. dipshit out there that I'm sure has already done it. There's That's a, such a good idea. There's <laughs> at least there is at least one person who has done it. What do you think I'm gonna do with your amiibos, Larry? <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a professional scalper. Yo. Hey, they're they're out of the box. You can't scalp nothing. Oh, please. <laughs> Together, all of these powers combined, they'll be in a box, just like it's not like the original boxes. And I'll be like, look, they're boxed, all of them. And somebody's gonna be like, here's money. And I'll be like, cool, hundred bucks. Yeah, that works for me. Hundred bucks would be like crazy low. I yeah. know, but it's like a hundred dollars I didn't have before. That's so mean. I mean, if, <laughs> I mean he is making a hundred percent profit on it. I, that's that's why stealing is the most profitable thing, kids. You make 100% profits. Only What I'm learning here today is the best way to get an amiibo is to hijack a truck in the UK. <laughs> Callback. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, going back, speaking of bad PR moves. Okay. There's Bungie. Oh, Bungie. Yeah. So if yeah. you guys can hear, which I'm sure Larry can even tell the story better than me, but there's... They were doing this interview with Bungie about the upcoming like expansion for, the for Taken Destiny. King. Yes. What? The Taken King. That's the new the big The Taken expansion. King. Yes. Okay. How many mm-hmm. expansions are there for Bungie now? There's like or not Bungie, but Destiny. Huh? This is going to be like the third one. There's but two it's be smaller a huge ones. One. This is supposed to be like huge yeah, giant like, like, like this supposed to be an expansion. expansion. The other two are just kind of like DLC. DLC, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, so like the expansion is like they're doing this interview with a guy and they're just like, "Yeah, so we notice so that, not like, just a guy. This is like the creative director of Bungie. So they're doing the interview with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing this interview with this one dude. I don't and he, know he works with Bungie or something. And <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about how like, the, the different expansions can be bought and how there's going to be like an $80 game version of Destiny that comes with like all of the DLC and expansion. Yes. Uh, together. To kind of... With like new emote stuff you know larry go ahead, go ahead yeah you want this. me to cover this yeah, one go, go yeah go for okay. it go for it so you know the taken king there's basically going to be like three different ways you can buy taken king first one is if you have everything already you can buy taken king for 40 dollars. if you don't have everything already like if you're new to destiny you can buy basically like a game of the year edition which is going to mm-hmm. come with destiny the first two dlc packs house of wolves house cards fallen angels I forget what the uh, other Dark one is. Below. Dark Below, House of Wolves. There we go. And Taken King, all of that for 60 bucks. There is also a $80 special edition of that, which gives you base game, two expansions, new expansion, and then you get three armor shaders. You get three new like equipment items that's going to be like this new equipment slot of stuff. That basically can help you level up faster. Uh-huh. And then three new emotes. So like in the game right now, you can sit, you can point, you can dance, and you can do a fourth one that I can't remember. Salute. Wave. Wave, Wave point, sit, dance. And there's going to be like new emotes that you can do. But like new there's three emotes. special emotes that are wow. only in this $80 edition. Wow. <laughs> so, emotes. So Eurogamer was doing a interview with, uh, Luke Smith, who's the creative director of Destiny. I love that guy. He's a guy. He's a dude. I love He's the guy. guy. I love that guy. He's the Luke guy. Smith. And they were basically saying, here, I'll <laughs> kind of can even just read this off. So Eurogamer. Final question on prices. Is it also the final question on the emotes? I'm not going to mention them again. I can't get them. But you can if you buy the collector's edition. 
I'm not going to buy the game and the, the two DLCs Larry. all over again. Fine. I'll drop the voices. <laughs> so then he's, but okay. Yeah. Then he's just like, okay, but first I want to poke at you on this a little bit. Poke at me. You're feeling anxious because you want this exclusive content, but you don't know how much you want it. The notion of spending this money is making you anxious. I can see it. I do want them. I would buy them. If I fired up a video right now and showed you the emotes, you would throw money at the screen. What I'm saying is that fan frustration is not because they don't understand the proposition. It comes regardless of how cool the exclusive is. The frustration, and mine as a fan, is that the method of acquiring it requires me to rebuy content I bought a year ago. It's about value. The player's assessment of the value of the content. So basically, that's Luke was saying, yeah, you want it, you can get it. You just have to pay 80 bucks. And your gamer's like, I'm not going to pay 80 bucks. I already bought, like, most of the stuff. And he's like, too bad. Huh. What a, what a dick. What a dick. Um, Jesus, that's... I mean, that's good accounting on their part. Make them buy all their shit again for more money. Um, but nobody wants to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, like nobody, like, nobody wants to, like... Because it seems like... But guys, 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 you're forgetting the big picture here. New emotes. Come on, that's great. We can get new emotes, guys. Guys, you're 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 not like valuing this right. I mean, the emotes are obviously like the lion's share of this money. The rest of the game we made, we worked on for like fucking years and years. Like ten bucks for that, seventy dollars for the emotes. But here's the thing, though. So like, (laughs) I mean, it's not seventy dollars for the emotes, but it is a thing that like the way that Bungie is valuing this content is that there is, like, a physical aspect to it, too. Like, you get, like, some kind of, like, steel book or, you know, art book or whatever. Uh, but, like, that plus this new content is $20 more. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, physical media, 10 bucks, or even 5 Let's just say 5 They're valuing, let's say, like, 10 to $15 is three shaders, three emotes, and, like, three special things that help you level up faster. People would probably buy that at that price. Yes! Exactly. I know. Hardcore I w- we Destiny were, Derek fans? and I were being facetious earlier. Mm-hmm. Just for everyone listening, just in case you didn't catch it. You know, if you're a pleb or whatnot. What is a pleb? Sorry, I digress. Are you using words you don't know? <laughs> it's called the English language, baby. I mean, I know most of those words. Yeah, man, if you're like a mandolin or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> the ah! instrument? Is that what a mandolin is? I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Again, being facetious. Oh, uh, I understand now. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a mandolin. It's like a, a, a harp or something. But I know that Mumford and Son really likes them. Yeah. But let's it, say that, like, you bought Destiny. Like, if you... Why would I do that when I have you? Exactly. But let's say that you didn't have me and you had to buy your own Destiny. Would you buy that for 15 bucks? Like, that whole, like, package? Like, me personally? Mm-hmm. No, because I don't like buy DLC generally. I'm the wrong person to ask this. So let's Your ask- whole setup has been denied. <laughs> so let's ask me. Yeah. Um, would you buy this? Like, let's say they offered it 15 bucks by itself. Would you buy it? 15 bucks for everything? No, 15 bucks. This is just the shaders, the emotes, and the these like three special items. I'd buy the three special items for 15 bucks. Mm, you throw everything else out. This- they do help you level up faster. Yeah, the, the items. Wait, how does it help you level up like after you get to like level 20? Probably it won't. Fuck that noise. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, it depends on the shaders. 
can I like look at them beforehand? Can I like test them out? Yeah, can, like, we, like, can, like, we have like, a, can we have like a lemon law on this, please? Can I like have like the why show details part? Like when I'm like like when I'm on like the DLC buying page, can I like show this how my life show me how my life will improve when I buy this? Can we have that for everything from now on? Yeah, that'd be can, really like, great. Am, can Amazon work on that? Like as their next product, just like the like, digression. Like I'm pretty sure that's like the next thing like, they're before working on. I buy this like oh I don't know this like laundry detergent. Can I just like boop? This is what my shirt's gonna look like. They're just like. I don't know, like, like, why can't life be more like a video game, Larry? To, to answer your question, I guess I would. I'd buy it for, I'd buy the, you know, just the, the extra items and shaders and emotes. Fuck emotes. <laughs> I'd buy all that stuff for fifteen bucks. I'm it, pretty it, sure the dance emote is the one, like, the only one you need. That's, but I mean, what if, what if the three emotes are specifically three exclusive dancers that are only? I only need the one. If you could, if you could import emotes from grand theft auto into destiny i'd be so happy that brings up a really good point like how many emotes are in grand theft auto a lot and how much does it cost you nothing nothing exactly and it's just like here's new emotes pay this much money because they're so awesome we figured out how to animate bodies more yeah hey guys we can move the hands and legs there is a second part to the story, though. A second part? Yes, just today. Breaking news. Ba 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 It won't be breaking by the time that you hear this. No, but, it'll be like a week old. Um, or a year. But Bungie put out... They still do their like Bungie Weekly update. And they put one out early, in which they basically apologized for the entire debacle. They brought on Luke Smith to specifically apologize himself. Him again? Yeah. He was just like, hey... I realize that, well, like, I'm super sarcastic, and, like, you don't know me, though, and you're also reading this, and if I didn't know the person, and this was on a game I liked, I'd probably think that I was a big jerk, too. So, like, I'm really sorry. Oh, what a sweet guy. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a sweetheart. <laughs> they also I said in everything this, that I said about him. They also said in this, hey, all this stuff that's coming in the special edition, like those new items and all that, are geared at new players. But you guys, you've been playing for a year. So as long as you've hit level 30 by the first year, so like September 15th or whatever it is, you'll get your own exclusive item set, which will have its own exclusive items, its own exclusive emotes, and like a lot more that we haven't told you yet. I wonder if there actually is something that they're just not telling us or they're just like, all right, we've made this promise. Now let's go ahead and make it happen. (laughs) I feel like they would... PR better than that if they didn't want to like make something like they did if they didn't have something lined up they wouldn't like just say it unless this guy is just a loose cannon <laughs> and they're just like all right guys all right man I'm just gonna be the wild card on this one and totally fuck you all on it but you know that's I mean because like me. he did have the text thing going for him so he could be lying like he meant it and then he's just like well nobody could really tell what I was saying so what if and I that's just exactly tell the them thing. what if I just tell them I was being sarcastic. And then I offer stuff. Yeah, okay, let's go with that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that might be the best option there. What do you think? What do you think, uh, Other Luke? Well, Other Luke, that might be a pretty good idea. By the way, do you want to see some of this lamb shank? Why did you get a lamb shake? I don't know. But it's delicious. Do you want some? No! We got shit to deal with! I feel like we're, like, getting a, a rare inner monologue from Derek. Huh? I don't please, know if please I go on. rare. Maybe, like, medium well. <laughs> You, ha, it's a meat joke. I love meat jokes. You're really like very speaking, easily amused. Speaking of meat, 
I don't want to know where you're going with this one. <laughs> there's have, there, there's on. that rust and the penis length <laughs> randomizer thing. <laughs> Congratulations. That was that was the best transition of all time. <laughs> I want to go to this because I love your transition so much, but can I ask you like two more questions on Destiny before we leave Absolutely it? not. Please? Okay, fine. All right. So, number one. It's a two-part question. Number one. Do you think that they actually were planning to do all this stuff for longtime players before the debacle happened? And part two, does doing this make up for the first part? The thing is, like, I have no idea how to read this because, like, there's a couple ways. There's, like, yeah, he was being sarcastic, but, like, why would you be sarcastic in something like that? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, like, these things are so great. You throw money at the screen. Ah, like, like, he's, like, he's, like, inside it, like, in his own joke where, he, like, he's kind of admitting it's a bullshit price. And I don't know why you would do that. But in that instance, it just means, like, the reporter was kind of being a little, like, uptight. And so, like, there's that reality. And there's, then there's a reality where he's like, no, man, you would totally throw money at the screen. But I, I don't know who in the right mind would say that seriously either and how they'd be creative director of anything. Um, I just don't think this just, thing happened at all. There we go. I'm calling it. Like, this this situation never happened. Never happened. It's, it's a ruse by Obama to distract us from, like, I don't know, like, black helicopters and things like that taking down the government. Jesus. Why can't Obama's we- running for a third term, and this was what he used to distract us. Question. Why can't white helicopters be attacking the government? Because you'd see them coming. You'd see them. Okay, that's fair. And they can't jump. Ooh, what if they were, like, white and, like, sky- light blue so that they were the same color as clouds? Well, that would probably be the smartest plan. They still wouldn't be able that's to That's what jump. we were distracted from. They created light blue paint for helicopters. Guys, they still wouldn't be able to jump. What, helicopters? Yeah. Why I mean, they could float. Like, sort of. <laughs> No, they fly. Why do they need to jump? It's ple- Never mind. You guys are plebs. Um, <laughs> all right. <I> didn't <laughs> <hear that. laughs> okay. Okay. No. 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 You keep Derek. That Derek word. just threw down the gauntlet. Please explain to us, Derek, what you were going for with that. Please. Pleb? Yeah. No. 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 Before that, about the jumping helicopters. Oh. Was Was there a joke there? Yeah. White people can't jump. Oh. You're, Larry, uh, yeah. Larry made the joke. Why can't it be white helicopters? Like, well, because you see them and they can't jump. And no one caught it. Okay, I didn't catch that Larry said they couldn't jump, so I'm going to blame no, the whole body. No, 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 hang on, hang on. I Larry, stop, 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 stop. Adam, Adam, I'm the one that made the white people can't jump joke. That and, is all. And I'm the one that made the why can't they be white helicopters joke. Yeah. And I have the disease from a memento. Let's move on. You keep saying that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my excuse for why I don't know what's going on. I haven't seen that movie either. I hate you so fucking much. What is wrong with you? You piece of shit. Okay, to answer your, to answer your question, I'm going to answer the same way that I answered the other questions earlier. Is that I just I don't know what to believe anymore, just because it's gotten so fucking out of hand. Like I want to believe that this was the whole story, and kind of in a way I do, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was just a whole PR scam. I really wouldn't be. At the end of the day, Bungie is still trying to make good. And at so the end at of least the day, Bungie, that. You know, Bungie is that last company that I really do truly love, even though I was never a huge fan of Destiny, but that's just because you couldn't have online or um, offline play just by yourself. But that's one thing that I'm willing to overlook. Okay, I had a feeling this is what pleb meant, because it sounds like just like a root word of plebeian. Yeah, it's plebeian. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Actually defined as a member of a despised social class, a commoner, a I member of the I plebs of ancient Rome. Well, then why didn't you say something? Did you ask? Yes! We did! More oh. than once! Uh, my bad. Yeah, we were like, what does that mean? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shenmue section of this week, known as Pleb. You know what? 
So how does it feel to, to be, be Larry? To, li- to be, be Larry me. from last week. To be despised and yelled at and hated. Hey, speaking of which. Yeah, fuck Rust. you. Rust. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's talk about tiny Being dicks. forced to be a person that you don't want to be. Yes. And experiencing it. Yeah. Yes. So do you guys know how Rust works? Uh, no. Well, it's when oxygen bit. and iron get together and they make a thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Also video games. Mm. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I liked it. I'm I thought it was pretty of great. Of course you did. I'm picking it up for Because Larry. you two are the same person. That's my kind of humor right there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Someone kill me, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, threaten yourself now because you're like Larry. Huh, I'm going to put a bullet in my brain. Oh, that's anyway. so sad. Oh, no, no, no. no. You, know what, you know what? Dark dark places. Yeah, I know, right? Um, anyway, so let's let's talk about... Is it actually called Rust? Or? It is. The game is actually called Rust. Okay. For the for a while, I thought you were just saying Russ, and I was just like, oh, that's like your character's name is Russ. No, but no, 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 it's Rust. It's Rust. Yes, Rust. Rust. Anyway, so like the way that Rust works, or the way that it still does, the way that it works is that when you like you get it through Steam, and it's, I believe, some kind of like survival-y, not Minecraft, but like, you know, go around, survive, kind of like that aspect of Minecraft. Like like you wake up like on an island or like somewhere, right? Yeah. And, and like you like, wake you up nothing. and you're also completely like you have nothing, you're completely naked. Is that the one where like you can team up with people and you can kill other people and grab their stuff? I believe you're thinking probably about DayZ. D- okay, that's Daisy. Never mind. Yes. Yeah. Um I mean there is a multiplayer aspect to it. And like the main thing is, is that the when you create your character, it basically makes a random character for you and then locks it to your Steam ID. So, like, unless you got a new Steam ID, there is no way you could change your character. And therefore, a new game, like a new copy yeah, of Yeah, like, Rust. A, literally a new copy of Rust on a completely new user. And the cool thing about this is, is that one of the things it randomizes is your race. It actually, I mean, you're a white male. You're a white male. Yes, everyone I'm a white male. to me. And, oh, that's right, because you can't see color. But oh yeah, that's the story for a different time. Long story, <laughs> long, story, long story, very short. I can't see any colors. I have um, rod monochromia, whatever it is. Yeah, that sounds right. I saw that the other day. Yeah, on something. It's either rod or cone monochromia. I don't remember which one it is. No, it's cone. It's cone. I'm, whichever one doesn't give you terrible vision, that's the one that I have. Yeah, anyway. so you legitimately can't see any rays. I can't but see be, be, I because can't rods. See you can. I think rods let you see movement, okay. and cone is color. I'm we sorry. Could, we I could, just we could to... literally talk about this for hours, and it would just blow all of y'all's fucking minds. But but at the end of the day, talk about tiny dicks. Instead. You. But at the end of the day, you do know you're a white guy because people tell you you're a white guy. Well, that and I don't have the facial features of another ethnicity, which is true. Yes, but now in Rust, you could be forced to play like a black guy. Or like a Hispanic Asian? guy or an Asian, but like that's not your choice. Like it's sort of sort so of. So it's so it's just like life. Yes. Yeah. You don't choose what color skin you have unless if you're Michael Jackson. Yes. <laughs> and let me and, and like I, in, in Rust, people are racist and people will treat you differently differently for being like a black dude. Like just like you people? mean like actually people playing online. Like actually people playing online. And not just like NPCs. And not just NPCs. Like actual real physical people. Will the NPCs do it though? Like at all? No. Not okay. as far as I don't know if there are NPCs or not. Gotcha. But like so, actual real people will treat you differently just because they see you're a black guy. Wh- why? But like, because are people you a, are terrible. Are you? Uh, like, what are you going to do? It's just like, ha ha, you're black and a nerd. Ha. You're lower class than me. But that's how people treat each other in real life. It's I, true. Yeah. But it's I mean, just it's, like. It's true. Yeah. But I'm. 
But it's like perplexing because like how many like white racist people that play this game also get to play white? Because I feel like Well, I I mean you just I, asked a very important question without labeling the ethnicity. How many racist white dudes play this game? I wouldn't really think of a racist white dude as a person that played video games that much. I used to think of those people are like the kind of people that trap raccoons in cages in the back of their truck. And I don't think ever, you've ever played Call of Duty. Well, that's yeah. different. Like I, those people play Call of Duty because they don't know of any other good games. They're like seven-year-old brats who, you know, like to call people the N-word online. And this Fair this, point. this game does not seem like a game for them. Like, yeah, I get that. Like a lot of shooters have like really racist people in it, but those, you know, because I think they have the mental right. But like, this sounds like a survival game, not like like a yeah, shooter. Yeah. But I mean, according to the internet, there are still a lot of racist people on Rust. Well, there are a lot of people in the world in general, and maybe it's just like that's just that's weird. I don't know. I can't imagine why would even online is it just like is it like legitimate racism where people just like hunt after like. You know, you get a group of white people that just go out and lynch black players online, or is it just like they poke funny? It was like, ha, you're black, or ha, you're Asian, or some shit like that, or ha, you're white. I don't know the full extent of it, but like from like what I have read up on this game, like it has actually put like white people in situations where they're like, wow, for the first time, I understand racism and how much it sucks, because like I wasn't forced to be this kind of person, but people treated me differently because I was. Which I think is really cool for a game to do. God, is, it's so cool. That is really cool to think about. And now that you mention it like that, there are a good load of people that I would like to play this game. And hope that they're not white people in the game. Or else it would just perpetuate can we just can we, just can we just write a code in it that, you know, it's like, hey. You I mean, know, I'm going to guess it's we know probably what like, some of like, the white racist people probably we did. Is like hack and like change their... Well, I mean, allegedly, like, you can't like hack it. Because it's attached to your Steam ID. That's what they Allegedly. said about the Pentagon. But today we're not talking about the uh, implications of how cool it is that Fair Rust enough. makes you think about race. We're thinking about how Rust makes you think about your wiener. <laughs> so Please, Larry, tell me more about how this makes me think about my penis size. <laughs> so Is it above average? Uh, <laughs> possibly. I don't know. Interestingly You'll enough, do you guys know what the, the, the global penis average is? Probably smaller than I think. Well, okay, Adam, what do you think it is? I th is it like isn't it like it's like five point five to six? I believe it is a half an inch to an inch smaller than my own penis. Well said. Uh, it's actually uh, it's actually last time I checked it was three point five three point eight. That sounds wrong. It does sound wrong, but it's true. I'm above average. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That was awfully kind of you to let us in on that wonderful piece of information about you. Larry, will that get cut? No. Of course that not. That takes effort. No. <laughs> hey, it's I, I like people to know what I got. And and Lady. people and people in Rust will know what you got because you start off naked as the day is long. Naked as the day you were born. Naked as a jaybird. Naked as all the other things that I didn't say and definitely said wrong. Naked as an animal, possibly? Sure, why not? Naked as a newborn babe? Yeah. Okay, so too. you show up naked so anyway, and... So, so Rust has a new like patch to it. And so part of this was being able to... like They added a whole lot of more things than just like race determinant. And so like your size and your face and like I believe maybe hair. So like you are a random person generated at random. It's height, head size, face, limb size, and more. Does that, that mean... more... Being your Johnson. 
So does this mean that there's somebody who like really got screwed by like the random number generator who's got like a super super tiny body and a fucking huge head? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be like humorously wrong, you know what I mean? But like until yeah, we hack it, you could end up with like probably like a really ugly dude with a really tiny ween if you wanted. And Such by if wanted, I mean like you have no choice. You're just rolling. Now, does does height determine anything in the game? Like, can you like not reach like shelves? I don't believe so. I think okay. it's just um, cosmetic. Uh, what was I gonna ask? I was gonna ask. Um, is is weight a factor that like it's played into that? Or uh, as far more... as I could tell, no. Okay, because I was I was wondering like you know in this realm of things that you can't change, it's like well, what about you know weight? Like, can you make your like in like in the first fable, you could like make yourself really really fat, and you could also lose weight, or is that fable two? I think it's Fable 2. That was Fable 2. That was Fable 2. But I, I guess if that's not a factor, it doesn't really matter to what I was thinking. Because, I don't know, this, this game does seem really, really interesting just because I like the concept of not having control because it's more lifelike. Weird, but interesting. Well, I mean, it's like not having control, but also getting a completely different experience from your own. Yeah. But now, do you think that um, in the same way you could get a different experience in race, you say that you're larger than average. What if you roll in rust and you end up as a dude with a really tiny ween? Do you think you'll learn more about yourself and about life? Or do you think it doesn't matter? Probably. I mean, I mean, I don't really, you know, I was going to say, I don't really think people would point that out that much, but given the fact that there are racist bigots on this, on this, uh, on this game, then maybe, I don't know. I mean, I never said I was massive, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm just above average. Not so do just you think average, that but... there's gonna be like a point where it's just like, they're gonna make a club. And they're gonna be like, "Hey, I'm part of your club." I'm like, "Pull down your pants, let me see That'd your wings." That'd be so cool, actually. <laughs> what? That'd be fucking. No, terrible. no, no. And then you can't get into the club because your your randomly generated penis size is too small. I mean, you can learn a lot about life. People discriminating based on like God, this traits is like, this is like an extra perverted form of Lord of the Flies. Completely out of your control. This is literally like an extra perverted form of Lord of the Flies. What were you saying, Larry? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. No, no, no. Part. That, that, I mean, that would actually be really cool if something like that happened because it would be like, it would be a different way to sort of like understand discrimination, like through your Johnson, <laughs> you know, like Can't because you'd be like, for the first time, I was discriminated against because of something that was entirely out of my control, and there's nothing I could do to change it. This is the most awkward and strange conversation. <laughs> I don't think there's anything awkward Derek about it. Derek is I just cracking up over here. I think it's actually really cool. I agree. I think it's cool. <laughs> I don't think it's quite as revolutionary as like the the skin, the skin tone. The skin tone, you know? yes. Because I'm not sure how many people are actually going to be going around and saying, "Hey, let me see your, your character's ween." Get into the exclusive Johnson Club. <laughs> the creative, the creative. So the I guess what, what I'm guess what I'm saying. Is let's go play Rust and we'll make the exclusive Johnson. <laughs> they, play, they have so depending. And the world's average is going to be just calculated off of the average of us three. Oh so depending, God. the the Johnson Club will either be the club exclusively for dudes with like huge dongs, or the club exclusively I'm for just, dudes with like tiny tiny. Wings. I'm just imagining like in the future they'll just make a DLC where you can bash people to death with your dick, and then there'll just be a cast system made. Off of people who have different sized penises, like the people with smaller penises are like the farmers and workers, and people with bigger dicks are like warriors. So some are like literally born to lead. Like some are literally born to lead with their dick. Hmm. It gets erect and it points Whole the way home. Whole new meaning, like strode to the room, dick. <laughs> <first."> <laughs> 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 
conversation about race and racism, and then we started talking about dicks, and this is the same game. <laughs> but we could have that same. We could almost have the same thing from the wieners. The same thing. And the this same is something we're thing. still talking about. <laughs> this is just baffling. Oh my god! I gotta go shake the producer's hand of that because he's just—he's done something amazing. Oh my god! I have another sweet transition ready. Another sweet transition. Do it. Speaking of an island full of nothing but men, let's talk about Fire Emblem. Ha! <laughs> 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 it's yeah. And this is the portion of the podcast where I just sit out, sit down, and zone out because I know nothing speaking about. Speaking of, I never stopped this. Speaking before. of men, okay. <laughs> speaking of a bunch of dudes comparing each other's weens, let's talk about Fire Emblem. Is that better? Eh, like C plus. You pass. I'd give you a solid. I'd give you. a May, solid I might change my back. mind because I feel like I think you're getting there, but I'm like, is that really what like what's going on in the new Fire Emblem? No. So. No. But anyway, the. Uh, what is going on in the new Fire Emblem is it has been confirmed because Fire Emblem Fates in the U.S., Fire Emblem If in Japan, is coming out this week. And it has been confirmed that you can have same-sex relationships in this game. It's like, yay for the name progressive. Hooray. Adam Bailey, you play Fire Emblem. Is this a big deal? Uh, yeah, because it's always been like same-sex relationships in the games. and so Wait, like... always been opposite-sex relationships. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. My words got mixed up there for a second. Yes, opposite-sex to, you know, heteronormative relationships in the game. Heteronormative. That's a good word. Yeah, it is a really that. good word. Thank I you. Can, I can remember that. That's, that's, that's fancy. And it's like, I mean, like, it's never really bothered me before, but it is one of those things where it's just like, yeah, like, even games and like, big games are letting people have the option to have same-sex relationships now. So I feel like, you know, yeah. Fire Emblem needs to catch up to that because relationships are such a big part of that game that it makes sense that you're going to have some gay characters in there that are going to do that. And so it's even like, even like sometimes in like some of these games, like the main characters draw like all men get really close. And you're like, come on guys, just make it official. <laughs> just already. kiss already. Come on, just get, you know, just make it Facebook official. And that's, I mean, I would say that like, I think this is good for Nintendo because this is a big step from like last year with Tomodachi life, which was a game that was literally, there's nothing to it other than like, People hanging out on an island, having relationships. Yeah, like, and which I think it'd make even more sense for Tomodachi Life. It would entirely. Yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, my question was because I've never really played much Fire Emblem. And I definitely like haven't played the most recent one that had like, you know, which, marriage which and I've, stuff. I played a couple of them. I really, I played the shit out of this last one though. And I really liked it. Yeah. And so, I mean, Awakening. Awakening. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my question was, is like, I guess how... So I have a couple questions, actually. Like, how important is the relationship aspect? And, like, how many relationship choices do you get? Um, I'd say relationships are can vary how important they are to you. Like, if you just want to, like, blow through the game, they're probably not that important at all. But at the same time, like, especially in, in Awakening, uh, more so than I saw in other games, like you team up with people who are adjacent to you and whoever you're like your like your bond is like strongest with like you two attack together and it's really cool and so like sometimes they're they're like there to like block a shot from you or like just lend like they they lend you strength and so the stronger your relationship with a person is the stronger like like the the bond the stronger the the bonus is okay but it's also a lot of fun because like you're you're with these characters 
who you're kind of afraid might die at any point in the battlefield. It's like you're already really engaged with these characters, and so it's cool to see these characters engage which with each other. And so part of the fun, like like a lot of JRPGs, is kind of like getting these characters to like grow in friendship. And so it's like even you know like you know same sex characters will you know like grow in friendship, but like you know they'll never like marry. Okay. Things like that. So mm-hmm. like you still like you're still like building relationships with everyone. Um, but generally speaking, any this is to answer your second question. Um, any like character could pretty much marry any other character of the opposite sex. Hmm. Like ba- like there really isn't any like limitations in that. So you can really do your own matchmaking you can, who, of whoever you want. Like sometimes it's sort of kind of hilariously like Pokemon, where you're just kind of like trying to like get like the best stats and the best power ups. Min maxing uh, through Bonin. Yep. And then for some, but for, for some of it, you're just like, I just genuinely think these two characters would be together because I really think that like their cutscenes made the most sense. I feel like these people would just be friends. Like sometimes, like you get to like the end, you're like, yeah, it's kind of like a forced like marriage thing. Like it's just there, but others like make more sense, which I thought was really cool. I was like, okay, yeah, I can see these people like make sense to, like be together. Okay. And so, so yeah, I feel like to get a really deep involved, like playthrough of Fire Emblem, yeah, relationships are super important. And so I think by acknowledging there actually would be like homosexual relationships in there is actually kind of cool. All right. So now I have a couple more follow-up questions, actually. And you can chime in on this too, Derek. Okay. Uh, but now I'm going to kind of go over the limitations of the homosexual relationships and see if that changes your mind any. Uh, so Fire Emblem is actually going to be... There's essentially three versions of the game that are coming out. Uh, one of them. Yes. So one is fire emblem fates. So it's conquest Pokemon red. Oh, so it's actually yellow. So it's actually follow you around one of them. I wish. So it's actually, there's a really good Pikachu. I'm so sorry, Larry. That's okay. That was a really good. Okay. So actually I'm a little bit more worried about it than that. Uh, not to just tip the scale on how I feel about this, but Tip the scales. See, people who play Fire Emblem will get that you made a joke there. It's okay. I did? Yep. Because oh, Rob, Robin's big thing is like, time to tip the scales. Like, play Super Smash Brothers. You'll hear it, like, all the time. I just hear my rage every time you're playing like, Robin. Or, or well, yeah, that too. Thoron! <laughs> I just made Larry hurt a little bit inside. But, uh, yeah, Thoron? I actually went... Thoron? Um, the uh, Robin's character introduction says Robin tips the scales. Oh, what do you know? I didn't realize... This hour on Adam explains how Larry's clever. To Larry. To Larry. Yes. (laughs) To Larry while Larry doesn't know what he's talking about. So there are three versions of Conquest that are coming out. And do you know kind of like the... You mean Fates? Yes, sorry. Three three versions of Fates that are coming out. And do you know sort of like the general story of it? Basically, like you're playing through. There's sort of like, you know, two very warring factions. And so you're playing through and it's like, you have a point where you choose which faction you want to join with. Uh, so you can join with like these people. And it's like the one side gives you like a more like old school fire emblem experience. The other side gives you more like a new school fire emblem experience. Uh, if it doesn't matter which version of the game that you buy, you can like download the like third path. Um, once you like own the game and that's like the, I'm going to do it my own way and like not side with either of you guys. That's cool. Um, but the one thing I don't like though, is that you play like the first, like four chapters of the game are exactly the same. And then that point where you choose what happens is determinant on which game you bought. 
And so it really, you don't really get... You don't really get a choice. So basically what you're saying is that all three of these games could have been in one thing. It's just the Paragon or the Renegade. It's not Paragon or Renegade because it's not like good side, bad side. It's just one side, other side. Yeah, like which one like... Yeah, I don't like that because it feels like you want to like figure out who you identify more with in game. Yeah, so to literally to be able to choose which one you want, you'd probably have to buy it like online. I don't want to buy three games though to like get like the full experience. Like it's kind of cool that they've like they they have these big games. I mean, I guess so long as each game is a big fully fleshed game, I might be a, a little bit more okay with that, but I still it's like it's like Destiny like I don't want to buy the game again. Yeah, and that is sort of the idea, like that that you're getting like the majority of the game is like once you choose a side. This is Although, why I have trust issues. Interesting sidebar with mm-hmm. this. My initial reaction to any game, any game that's just like, we're going to have multiple story paths. What happens? You choose your own adventure. Is like, it like muddies the canon a little bit and you have no idea like whatever, like what what actually ever really happened. The nice thing is like Fire Emblem games are sort of self-contained enough that I feel like this actually might work. Okay. Like I feel like there's definitely callbacks. I mean like, like Awakening in a big way calls back to the first one. Um, so I feel like like there's still a canon in here, and so, like, it might still suck, because eventually they might have, like, Nintendo might have to choose, like, which one it is, or they're probably going to do the obvious cop-out, which is there's the same ending for all three, which would really blow, because I hate that. Like, I just don't like... Uh, But now, along with the fact that there are three different versions of the game, you know, like, three branching paths that all are, like, separate purchases, basically, uh, the way that the same-sex relationships are in... Fire Emblem Fates Birthright Edition is where you have your female-female same-sex relationship. That, that's the only one. Well, and that they, they split them all up. Well, it's so that is on Bright. On the Conquest side is your male-male relationship, and if you go for that third path where you don't really choose a side, you can get both relationships. So, so I'm guessing it sounds like there is only like like one. Character. It's basically like one character. Yeah, one character on each side. So Wait. one character can be a lesbian, one character can be gay. Gay, and then like there's one. It sounds like both of those characters you can have access to in the middle. In path. the third, yeah. Oh, that doesn't. That's so it's still kind of like their cop out, which I guess at the same time makes sense though. Like you know, I feel like I don't know. I'm kind of going back and forth between this in my head. Like that, I don't like the fact that it's separated out between two, three different games. That sounds kind of weird. I mean, you know what's gonna happen, right? What? Six months down the line, they're going to release all three in one package? Yeah, probably. Well, they did in Japan. They did? Just, there's no, like, word on whether they'll do that in America yet. But yeah, in Japan, you so can they, buy... They, they've already done it in Japan. And it is more expensive. Like, it would be roughly the equivalent of, like, you know, the game would be, like, 80 bucks to get all three paths, basically. But it's already available in Japan. It's coming out this week. Yeah, but it sounds yeah, it's like it's probably, you know, three games for the price of two instead of buying three games for the price of three. Yeah. But I mean, and basically, like the the pricing though, which I, I would still wait for. The that pricing a la carte would basically be like forty for birthright, forty for conquest, twenty for the third experience. So like you're getting a hundred dollars and then like eighty bucks, you know, instead. So, eh. but like, do you think it's a a big deal that there's only one homosexual option, and it depends on which game you buy? I mean, I think the biggest problem is probably which game you buy. Because like I feel like that should be in both games. Although at the same time, though, like, let's like, like take a step back. It sounds like 
these characters are branch specific. And so there's their characters that you're going to pick up. Like if you choose one branch, like you're going to get like the lesbian characters going to be become part of your team during that branch yes. and not the other. Mm-hmm. And so on a certain story level, it makes sense. Cause you're also like, you don't need to like, I, I understand from a storyteller perspective, not feeling the need to shoehorn in, you know, more than one character for this specific reason. Okay. And for them only being one, you know, I feel like some people are going to want to be able to make whatever characters they're playing, whatever sexuality they want. Mm-hmm. But as we know, like sexuality really isn't something that you get to choose. And statistically, you know, yeah, there's going to be less people who are homosexual than people who are straight. Exactly. And so like certain level. Yeah, I certainly understand that. I think I think it might be more true to, to statistics at the same time, though, I probably not the best person to ask that either. And hey, why isn't there a bi character? Or maybe the person who gets into one of those relationships is bi, can go either way. That is a possibility. Yeah. You know that it's one of those possibility. Because yeah, they're just saying that like, hey, your your male male options here and your female female options here. But they don't say whether that they are specifically like completely gay or if they are bisexual. Right. And it's also like for Nintendo, especially like you say, coming off of Tomodachi Life, maybe like maybe like, you know, a company that hasn't been the most, you know, socially progressive company, this is a huge step for them. Don't ask for too much all at once. Yeah. Yes. I guess it's safe. It's know. a safer bet. So I suppose we applaud them for being safer. I guess. Hey. For, for, for being progress. For yeah. actually progressing. Good for you, for Derek. Being Derek, you're gonna say something. Progressive. Um, you were talking about how it was, and it was an interesting thing that I was thinking about the other day in regards to Mass Effect Andromeda. What do you think? Because you were talking about how it could possibly have the same ending, and then the canon of the last game sort of plays on into it. What do you guys think is going to happen with the ending of Mass Effect 3 in regards to Andromeda? How are they going to handle that? Because Mass Effect's always been one of those games that's just been so based on what you did beforehand that it just seems like one of those things that... We're, we're really, like, branching off Yeah. in this one. It's like we... Sorry, I, I, I thought of this... Well, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the character, like, the tree came up, the dialogue path, and now we're going to Mass Effect. Yeah, sorry, I just... No, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, it was just no. Okay. I think it's a good it question. Rattled on in my head, and so I was, you know, what I think was happened. What would happen is that, um, you know, you'd obviously have to fill out like some sort of like summary of what happened, like who lived, who died, what did you do, everything like that. Well, yeah, it's like Mass Effect Two, where they're like they didn't actually have a system in place to like record everything that happens. Like they don't, you don't get to save like the end of the game. Yeah. And so, they, and so they had to, you, they had like Miranda's asking you like, so we're going to test your memory. Oh, uh, so uh, who did you save? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's who you saved. We're going to mark that down right here. Um, uh, so, uh, did you kill the guy? I don't know. <laughs> it's just like that, that. That's what it felt like. It's like, yeah, we are just testing you. <laughs> Or if you were playing on the PlayStation 3, you literally had a comic that allowed you to make the choices for the first game. Because the first game didn't exist when the second game came to the console. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's still pretty cool. I I imagine it's either A, they're going to be like, stuff's happening over in the Milky Way, and they don't have to deal with it right now. Like, oh, man, Shepard died. The end. Like, you don't have to, like, tell any more than that. Or, 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 or they will ask about, like... Like, what happened? Or a, a thought that could be potentially, like, really interesting. What if Mass Effect Andromeda takes place during the Mass Effect trilogy? I was actually thinking about that myself, where it's, like, a secret mission where they sent it out there. Yeah, they just sent them out to the Andromeda galaxy. And well, so also, it doesn't affect anything. Well, also, actually, if you think about it in, like, a bit more realistic terms, 
the things that happened at the end of Mass Effect probably haven't like echoed out to Andromeda yet because you, you have that like thing where you're looking at the Milky Way like you see all of the Milky Way and you see like like the energy burst go out whatever color it is depending on like whatever choice you made that's doing the thing like remember that's like billions upon billions of light years away yeah, yeah I it was takes a say long time for all this stuff to happen that well because that actually because it doesn't happen to the to any other galaxy it only happens to the Milky Way yes yeah, it okay. only affects the Milky Way it doesn't reach out to Andromeda yeah I think honestly clean break because like I think you would you could have a thing and you would just like I mean you could even have it take place really shortly after the end of Mass Effect 3 if you wanted to and it would basically be like you have these people like obviously we still have humans we still have somebody that's a part of N7 and it could just be a thing where it's like wow we just lost complete and utter contact with like everybody that we could contact in the Milky Way something big just happened and we have no idea what but something big's going on right here yeah and but like we don't have time to worry about what the big thing is that's going on over the there. Thing, but because the, but, then you address, but by bringing that up though, by them going something big happened over there, mm-hmm. like you already put in the audience's mind, you need to answer what that is later. Like yeah. they need to find out what happened in the Milky Way, and you're gonna have to like answer like what your choice was. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's almost completely because an of how thing. catastrophic the ending of Mass Effect Three is. You have three much like three separately huge different things that happened at the end oh, of that. Yeah. You, you've you've like you either got to ignore that completely or you got to like make a choice and how that factors in yeah yeah and in part of it could just be like setting the story before the events during the events or just like immediately after clean break where you don't even talk about it i don't think it's uh, the possibility of it being a completely clean break is just so, so small for me because because of just how much Mass Effect has been built upon story. And the only well, way... Well, I mean, that- the first three Mass Effects were built upon story, built upon each other, but I feel like now that we're getting a new trilogy, a clean break is not the question. I I don't think that that's, that that's possible. I'm, I'm actually more curious, and this actually might answer some of this other stuff, is how they got to Andromeda, Andromeda in the first place. That is that is a question that I'm because wondering. Because, like, on top? like, the mass... What are they called again? The mass, mass, mass relays. relays. The mass relays. Sorry, I, I was going to, like, the mass cannons. Like, they're not cannons. Like, they're, like, they're, like, they're slingshots, so, like, they are sort of like that. But, yeah, the mass relays... Is, are you going to have one that can actually shoot across that much no, space? Because they, Andromeda they is really fucking far away. Well, they, they don't because if you if any of you are like me and actually like listen to all the codex of the mass relays, there are no mass relays that shoot outside of the galaxy. They right. all, they're either affixed to a certain point or there are smaller relays that have smaller distances that shoot to any direction you want. You just have to calibrate it before you go into the system. Right. So there are no relays that could shoot to Andromeda. So that's something that I am really curious Unless about. Unless they like find a really, really big one in like the center of the Milky Way. Or maybe Garrus was just working on those calibrations. <laughs> there you go. God damn it, Larry. <laughs> Garrus's calibrations. Hey guys, we can go do Andromeda now. Yep. We can go do Shepard, Andromeda. Now that I finished calibrating that booty, it's time to calibrate our way to Andromeda. I mean, but the thing is like Oh, that's right. The mass relays aren't Prothean, so no, they're not. They're they're spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played Mass Effect One. They're Reaper, right? Well, like they're like they're like the people who originally came up with the idea for the Reapers. Well, Reaper the Reapers are constructs themselves, where that like go around and wipe out people. Spoilers: they wipe out new civilizations, prevent themselves from creating machines that wipe themselves out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... and so which is I really, by the way, I loved that. 
I don't know how many people like actually like liked that ending. I fucking loved that. I like the ending. Well, it's also like spoiler alert. I got the synthesis ending, which I felt was oh, yeah. like the most thematically accurate. Yes, yeah, synthesis that story. felt the most thematically accurate to me as well. Like that felt like like the only like true path to go. You know, yeah. like I had a lot of things that like lined up very well. Like I made sure that the Quarians and the Geth like right. like made peace. So like you have this idea of just like there was this recurring theme of like synthetic and organic really aren't that different, and like they can coincide together. And so, yes, synthesis made sense where it's like, oh, hey, we're going to make everything sort of like partly organic Organic and part synthesis. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that felt like the only way to like not make the cycle like happen again. Yeah, exactly. Because either like let's control stuff. And so one person's going to control the Reapers and like rule the galaxy with an iron fist like like a douche. Yeah. Or you're going to kill the Reapers and the Geth. Yeah. And like any or synthetic race. Right. Yeah. So including Edie. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a part of it too. It's just like yeah. you have, you have buddies, you have Edie, you have, and that Legion. that's not going to prevent anyone from creating synthetic, you know, intelligences later that yeah. haven't learned the same le- lesson as Edie and the Geth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's, or they would read the history and be like, "Oh my God, Shepard killed everybody. That's not cool." Well, obviously, we need to kill them before they kill us again. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm so incredibly excited for mass effect andromeda just because i'm i've i have so so many questions about what's going to go on because i i had actually thought that the new mass effect game was going to take place in between two and three and was just going to be sort of like an odst type thing or just like a little thing that took place in the middle of it but man i i am so excited Yeah, for going Shepard, just like Shepard is gone. I really like that they're doing that. They're like they're sticking to their guns and isn't just like magical re- you know, resurrection. I'm pretty stoked for Mass Effect. Do love me good story in video games. Yep, do love me a good story in video games. Well, I think that we are actually like really over time. So that means we don't have time for our last story. So basically there's no discussion. It's just uh, last week, Xbox sold 100 units in Japan. That means they're doomed. Sorry, goodbye That's Microsoft, you're done. That doesn't mean they're doomed. Oh yeah, it does. Hundred units, they're done. Not in J- well, done I mean, like, forever. Maybe, maybe in Japan, but not Xbox in loses worldwide. Japan says everything. It's all over. Side note: three point eight, really? Huh? Average? I'll look mm-hmm. it up. We'll talk about this later. Okay. Xbox well, you've been listening doomed. to uh, whatever we're calling this thing. I, I think we'll call- just at this point just like the now joining podcast. I like, the, I, I like now joining. The Now Joining Podcast. The Now Joining Podcast. Episode 2. Or episode 1, because it wasn't officially named last time. No, I mean, it's named on YouTube. The Academy would call it an adaptation. This is the biannual inaugural. Coming at you. Coming at you live. Bye, guys. Later. Latest on the Minjay. Are we going to tell them to like, like and comment and subscribe and stuff? Fuck off. Okay. <laughs>